Our economy is crashing. Inflation is out of control. Why are conservatives bad, Mommy? Because I thought we were supposed to conserve. <laughs> They'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move. Russia has joined with China. Okay. <laughs> the USA is a mess. It's not real. It's just a dream. Please, please wake up. have been launched across this country, from Wisconsin to Arizona to Florida to Michigan. And we're here now in the capital of Muslim America, in Dearborn, Michigan, the heartland, where there's a significant population of Muslims, Arab Americans, that have come together to send a clear signal to this White House. This upcoming election will be decided by the people of America, Muslim, Muslim Americans in particular, leaders from all across this country, standing behind me here, have a message. Muslim Americans have come together finally to state in, in completely clear terms that the position of the Biden administration, its position against life, the destruction of people in Gaza, is a red line for all Muslim Americans. You're listening to a man who obviously doesn't know how to speak into a microphone, uh, but he had something important to say. Uh, Hassan Abdel Salam, who is the leader of the hashtag Abandoned Biden National Coalition. Not a good day for Biden to wake up and find out that every Muslim in America is extremely upset with him for not uh, dictating to Israel how to run its defense uh, coalition to take out terrorists. But... Needless to say, the good news here is uh, for those who think and understand the danger of uh, continuing Biden presidency is that uh, Biden only won by 23,000 votes. And there are 25,000 Muslims just in the state of Arizona alone, uh, where Biden only won by a mere 10,000 votes in Arizona. So uh, whether Biden likes it or not, he is not able to control what Israel does, clearly. Uh, Anthony Blinken over the weekend was reportedly telling uh, the Israeli IDF, saying you don't have the credit to spend the next two years trying to smoke out Hamas and destroy all the civilians. We're, we're, we're not going to let you do that. Uh, and what, is, what are they going to do? Well, what ha is happening now is all across the country, uh, thanks to the, the complicit media who continues to show uh, that is the Palestinians who are suffering, but they're suffering at the hands of Hamas. And Israel's right to defend itself is in play right now. And, and, and whether you like it or not, whether you like the fact that war is ugly or not, the United States is powerless in this case. I mean, they, I suppose they could do sanctions. But it's a mixed bag because you've got the Israelis and people who support the Jews in this country who understand that this is war. And I said to myself last night, I'm watching these reports. It's like, what is it that you want? What do you think realistically can be done here? Is it a two-state solution? What if, what if, uh, what if the American patriots, the, uh, the colonials in 1775 had said, hey, you know, let's go for a two-state solution. We'll have our own little country and Britain can have their little country, but they can still attack us if they want to. 
Or what if we had allowed for the Nazis in Germany to have a two-state solution where they could have Eastern Germany forever? Nazis there. There'd be, still be Nazis there firing rockets over against West Germany. I mean, that's what we're really talking about here. The, the Palestinians don't get it. Israel belongs to Israel. Israel belongs historically to the Jews. Now, it is true that that area has been populated by Arabs of all descents for thousands of years. Nobody's disputing that. But do you think that Hamas wants Israel so that they can run it like a democracy? No, of course not. They turn it into a slave state just like Gaza. Anyway, but just to show you how out of touch CNN is, Dana Bash was on and she brought on Lindsey Graham and she dredges up Liz Cheney, of all people, as if anybody in America really gives a damn about what Liz Cheney has to say about anything. She's a disgrace. And she wrote a book and she criticized Trump, saying that if Trump wins another election, we will have a dictatorship. Listen to this interchange where Dana Bash, and it's strange because nobody other than the left is saying that Trump is a dictator. It's, the, it's only the mouthpieces in Washington and in the media. During Trump's administration, I never once felt like we were under a dictatorship. Did you? I think uh, for, for the people who, who are concerned about dictatorships and tyranny, look at the current administration. Hell, half the time on this program, we're talking about tyrannical acts by the current administration, seizing on stovetops and, and gas machines and forcing people to take uh, EVs when they're not cost productive and, and they're actually a waste. Uh, and all these policies that he has clamping down on energy production and grabbing land, saying it's ours now, we, can, we control this land. I mean, they even... You probably missed this, but about a year ago, for some unknown reason, the United States decided that they controlled a part of the Atlantic Ocean off the coast. They just said, oh, by fiat, we're in, con we're in control of this area of the ocean. I mean, who, who gives us that authority? That's tyranny to me, if you ask me. But anyway, listen to this interchange with CNN and Lindsey Graham, who I'm not a fan of. But in this case, he stuck to his guns. Check it out. Senator, before I let you That's go, I want to ask you about uh, your fellow Republican former Congresswoman Liz Cheney. She has a new book out. She sat down for an interview this weekend, and she said she's worried that the chance of a second Trump presidency means the U.S. is, quote, sleepwalking into a dictatorship. You, of course, have endorsed <laughs> Donald Trump. What's your reaction? Uh, I think a continuation of the Biden presidency would be a disaster for peace and prosperity at, at home and abroad. Our borders broken. The only person really going to fix a broken border is Donald Trump. When he was president, none of this stuff was going on in Ukraine. You know, Hamas and all these other terrorist groups were afraid of Trump. I think Liz's hatred of Trump is real. I understand why. People don't like what he does and says at times, but in terms of actions and results, he was far better president for Biden. And if we have four more years of this, Liz Cheney, then we won't recognize as America and the world will be truly on fire. You know who agrees with uh, that senator from South Carolina? A whole bunch of Muslims in, in this country. <clears throat> Here's one of them. A guy by the name of Khalid Turani, who is from Michigan, said that he is bowing to make uh, uh, Biden a one-term president. He says Joe Biden will go down in history as he became a one-term president because of his stance on the genocide in Gaza 
and we will make sure of that. And and, and that's just really got to upset the left because they're just so into affirmation, really. They just want to be affirmed for being on their side. This is why Tlaib and Omar, Ilan, Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they, they just want to be loved and affirmed by the left. They want to embrace the extreme left in this country who want to tear down our our, our capitalistic society and, uh, and, and, and get rid of gender and all this craziness. And, and they so much want to be accepted by this radical group. But now they have to deal with the fact that Muslims don't want Biden. Muslims don't want him. So now what do you do? If you're a lefty, what do you do now? Whose side are you on? So in this way, it's going to continue to fuel anti-Semitism in this country. Because the Jews in this country, the silent ones, the ones that don't protest about what's happening, uh, are going to suddenly find themselves grouped with the left. You know, silence is violence, as they say. So that's what was happening this weekend. Oh, there was a lot of stuff happening this weekend. It, it turns out we find out today that Moderna, you know, those folks that came up with that new mRNA, well, guess what? Now they're policing social media. And they're using artificial intelligence to police COVID vaccine misinformation. The same week that... Assistant Health and Human Services Robert Hadlick went on record saying that they provided misinformation and tried to obfuscate the origins of the COVID-19 vaccine, saying it came from a cave. When they knew when they, knew they were working on gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China. So here's the federal government admitting that it was pursuing misinformation to hide the origins of the va- of the virus. And now we've got the vi- vaccine makers now policing the Internet for vaccine misinformation that would cause people to, what do they say, uh, a sprawling effort to monitor basically everything said online, on social media, and in the news media about vaccine policy, COVID policy, Moderna, and other vaccine companies. Moderna says that they want to use... Uh, uh, celebrities, or they want to clamp down on free speech by people like Elon Musk and Russell Brand, who are using facts, by the way, most of the time. It, it, this is the world we live in, and you want to talk about tyranny. The, you cannot object to a vaccine. You can't go online and tweet to your buddy, you know what, I got this weird rash after my shot. Oh, he's out. This is crazy. This is absolutely, it's just every day. I, I, I come into this studio and I, and I say, what's going on in the news? You know, what's good about America? And the only thing that I could find today was that 25,000 Muslims in America are not going to vote for Joe Biden this year. And that's it. So that's it where we're at. we got a lot to cover. COVID update, too. I'll give you some information that you want to know. All kinds of craziness. Stay tuned. Speaking out, America, Jim Watkins.
Welcome back to Speaking Out America. I am your host, Jim Watkins, here. And also on podcast everywhere. If you want to listen to the program or you can listen to the live stream, just go to my website, which is jimwatkins1.com. Also posting new articles every day. Try to keep old people accountable in positions of power. That's what this show is all about. And if you like it, then you should share it. Share it with other people as well. And we thank the folks at crntalk.com for distributing the program across the country on many great radio stations. And uh, it's good to have you here. And one of the things that I think best exemplifies the direction that this country has gone just in the last four years is with the way that we treat people that we marginalize. And right now, people that are marginalized the most in this country are people who don't like Joe Biden and are going to vote for Donald Trump. And for the last two years, we've been watching how the current administration has, has basically turned this country into a banana republic. We are doing now what Soviet Russia has done, what China has done, what Cuba has done, what Venezuela has done. We have created a system where we are holding political prisoners for showing up and exercising their free speech. And justice will be done. I am convinced that once this administration, they can only hold on to power for so much time. But sooner or later, the truth rears its ugly head and we have to face facts. And I just learned over the weekend, and we know that there were FBI embeds in the crowd on January 6th. What we didn't know was how many, but many of us sort of knew that that's what was happening. This was a setup that, you know, Nancy Pelosi invites her daughter to come down with the video cameras. I mean, if you, if you notice, ABC knew where all the right places to put their cameras on that day. It was almost like they were doing what they call a field footage, a location shooting. That's what they do in a movie. They'll go and they'll They'll film a location minus the actors, you know, just to get the shots they want, and then they put it all together. And that's exactly what happened here. And uh, for people who are paying attention, now we find out that there were at least 200 undercover federal agents embedded in the crowd during the January 6th Capitol riot. So it was okay for the FBI to put in a bunch of embeds, but it wasn't okay for Trump to call in the National Guard to quell I mean, I hope that they take him to trial. I hope that Trump is allowed to defend himself. But think about how the January 6th commission hearings were set up. They went and they found the director of ABC News and said, we want you to put together the footage. And now we find out that of the thousands of hours of footage that's available, there were clear signs of police brutality, embeds, allowing protesters into Washington. Remember the shaman? I mean, he was literally invited in and given a tour. So now we know that there were at least 200 undercover agents embedded in the crowd during the January 6th Capitol riot, some of whom were dressed as Trump supporters. This came under uh, the U.S. Representative Clay Higgins' claims that was made, he suggested the FBI's involvement was deep, not just on January 6th, but in the days and weeks prior. Higgins says FBI officials have not disclosed how many agents were embedded in the crowd, and FBI Director Chris Ray did not deny the claim, but testified that no FBI agents were involved 
in the violence at the Capitol. So we're supposed to take his word for it. But that's not the point. Maybe they weren't involved. But were they encouraging the violence? Were they encouraging the shouting, the protesting? Were they embedded in the crowd that was inside? Did they try to stop any of it? I would figure that if the FBI agents really wanted to stop what was happening, they could have. I mean, they all must have known who each other were. He said the FBI was not only involved in the actions on January 6th from within, he says, but I, I suspect over 200 agents embedded within the crowd, including agents, or as they would call it, human assets, inside the Capitol dressed as Trump supporters before the doors were opened. <clears throat> and when you track the text threads and the communications within those groups and finds the origins of suggestions of potential violence or an active occupation on the Capitol January 6th, you'll find that those messages were led by members of the groups that ended up to be FBI agents that had infiltrated the group. But wait, there's more. So all of the January 6th witnesses' video depositions video uh, depositions have mysteriously vanished, according to Representative Loudermilk, who just confirmed this week. And it reads from December 3rd. This is yesterday. A Republican congressman says that video of depositions made to the Democrat-led House panel examining the Capitol incursions are gone. All of the videotapes of all depositions are gone. Chairman of the House Administration Oversight Committee according to Just the News. Loudermick said the significance of that is that there are now, it's now impossible to determine if the transcripts uh, that were remaining, in other words, they got the witness testimony on video, they transcribed it, got rid of the video. He notes that Cassidy Hutchinson, who testified against former President Donald Trump, offered revisions to her testimony months after her original appearance according to Just the News. But now we don't have a video deposition to be able to compare notes. Democrat star witness Cassidy Hutchinson's significant changes to her, to her testimony raised serious questions about her credibility and the information she provided to the January 6th sec, uh, Select Committee. Quote, we found out about this early in the investigation when I received a call from someone who was looking for some information off one of the videotapes. And we started searching, and we had none. Now, who made the decision to get rid of the videotapes? Why would you get rid of videotapes? Videotapes is data. It's data on a hard drive. You can transfer it to, uh, you know, a thousand CDs. Archive. Why would you not archive if this was such an important event where we have now in jail hundreds of J6 supporters who simply showed up to voice their discontent about the election process and they're being treated like terrorists. In fact, I would say that the people, American citizens that are in jail right now, because they showed up, now we know that the air marshals are hunting down people that are conservative around the country. There are over a 1,000 people that were arrested. Many of them have had their homes taken from them, their families destroyed. They're in debt because of legal uh, fees, trying to protect their family. Uh, fathers who haven't seen their, their kids in a year, more than a year. Uh, and, and, and now people that we find Jack Davis has made a request to get all of the people who tweeted or retweeted 
Donald Trump? I mean, this is a political witch hunt, and it has always been a political witch hunt. From the very beginning, I suspected, and this illustrates how far the left is willing to go to keep Donald Trump out of office because they fear him. And yet it's Biden who's destroying this country. It's Biden who has put us into extreme debt. Uh, it is Biden who has gotten us involved in not one, but not two, but now three wars. The USS warship was just attacked over the weekend by the Houthis in Yemen of all places, right? But who supports the Houthis? It's Iran. So we have a proxy war against Russia. Well, I wouldn't call the, the Israeli conflict a proxy war because Hamas really crossed the line. And this administration is going to pay for all of this. And our, our blood and our treasure is being drained by the second. It's just not a good time. And it's all at the feet of our current administration. This is really Jake Sullivan's administration. I, I firmly believe the more I, every time I see Jake Sullivan on TV, people die. You notice that? Ukraine, threatening to make Ukraine a NATO state, only invigorated and incentivized Putin to take action. There was plenty of time for negotiation, to be sure. But instead, I think Biden saw it as an opportunity to get us involved in a war. Historically, when presidents are in a war, they somehow manage to get reelected, but not this time. There's Jake Sullivan and Victoria Newland traveling around the world, trying to do whatever they do. And, and the fact that Israel had their guard down, where was the U.S.? We've invested so much money and resources into their defense. We've given them billions of dollars. Why were they taking it easy on a very important anniversary date? Doesn't make any sense unless it was desired. But it got out of hand, Israel has decided it's going to take on its Frankenstein and he's going to kill it. And it's, it's interesting. It's like Anthony Blinken up there. Well, we don't want them to hurt them too bad. Uh, well, why don't you just suggest that they use rubber bullets then? Maybe that's the idea. Let's not, let's not shoot to kill Hamas. We'll just injure them a little bit. Our foreign policy is destroying the stability of the world, and that includes the economies. Millions of people are dying right now across the world because of the policy... It's hard for me to say this as an American because I love my country, as I know you do as well. But I would, I would posit that Nancy and the entire Democratic Party is more concerned with saving their own skin, their own political skin, and the rest of the country be damned. Uh, I think a continuation of the Biden presidency would be a disaster for peace and prosperity at, at home and abroad, our borders broken. The only person really going to fix a broken border is Donald Trump. When he was president, none of this stuff was going on in Ukraine. You know, Hamas and all these other terrorist groups were afraid of Trump. I think Liz's hatred of Trump is real. I understand why people don't like what he does and says at times, but in terms of actions and results. He was far better president for Biden. And if we have four more years of this, Liz Cheney, then we won't recognize as America and the world will be truly on fire.